Hi, I'm Patrick. Hi, I'm Emma. And we're like heaps cultured and love to watch movies. But we haven't seen the ones we should have. So we've parked ourselves on this double bed. And we're going to fill in the blanks by watching movies two at a time. And then we're going to have a chat about it for your benefit on this little podcast that we've called... Double Bed? Double Bill. Hi there, and uh, welcome to the very first episode of Double Bed, Double Bill. My name is Patrick. My name's Emma. And we have never made a podcast before, but we are bravely adventuring into the world of podcasting. (laughs) We did want to call this Double Threat, but we realised that that wench of ours that we love, Julie Klausner, has already made a podcast called Double Threat. Julie is still our name, but like... She's our, like, our colleague now. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Because we've got a podcast, she got a podcast. <laughs> so she's our colleague. She has an Emmy nom. We yeah. have no Emmy nom. <laughs> um, I was nominated for a Broadway local area theatre award. <laughs> um, you know, so along with 20 other people. It would have made so much sense to call us our podcast Double Threat because you and I are true double threats. Yeah. There are obviously three threats in the world. We have two of them on the yeah. count of three. What's the third one we don't have? One... Two, three. Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Oh, and it's shit because I really wish I could dance. That's the one thing I'm I like, feel oh. like. I feel like your spirit is a dancer. It is, know? right? That's <laughs> such a nice compliment. Yeah, what well, is? That's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. But uh, you, I mean, like, you can, well, you can act. You can kind of sing. I mean, that is so nice of you. You make so. You literally just said the other day that I sounded completely tone deaf. Well, that's why I say kind of sing, because you are yeah. still tone deaf. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's just my version of You have of no idea of tonal center. No. <laughs> um, I think if I could dance anything, it would definitely be the opening of West Side Story, both the Jets and the Sharks bit. <laughs> you know, when they're running across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leap in the air. Like Cher in that video. <laughs> where she, she played all the where she plays all the parts in West yes. Side Story. Yeah. yeah so good. Uh, what I wish I could dance. Would you do it in drag or as a woman? Uh, no, I think I do it in drag because I the the idea of the leather jackets and the pants and yep. all of that and the slick back hair and the or, yeah the little grease beating yeah chicka 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 yeah 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 yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Uh, if I could dance one thing I think it would be the music in the mirror from a chorus line all fifteen minutes. Are you for real? Yeah. Are you what do you mean? You could never do that. Well, no, that's the point. If, you know I'm saying it, if I could dance, I would do that. Do you know, know what that. it would be? It would be, it'd come to the end after she's done her whole mirror dance and you'd yeah. be going, play me the music, play me. You yeah, couldn't do that at all. I'm well aware. Babe, we could barely walk up the stairs to see Chorus Line, <laughs> let alone you doing. Well, we didn't have to. We got in the lift after we had run like four oh. blocks across New York. To see it. Oh, that's a story for another We sat day. down and we were both having like vertigo head spins. Oh, I was fucking, I was perspiring. It was awful. That was really, really bad. But hey, we saw a chorus line on Broadway. It was beautiful. And you could never do the music in the mirror. But anyway, I'm not going to harp on that because it's yeah, a dream. look, whatever. That's fine. Anyway, before we talk about the podcast, um, let's talk a little bit about our favourite topic. Pizza. No, ourselves. Oh, I could yeah. talk about myself until I was blue in the face. <laughs> so uh, my name is Patrick Howard. Uh, I'm an extroverted introvert, Sagittarian with a Taurus ascendant. What does that mean? What? Oh, it's like, I'm like pretty chill and open-minded, but very practical as well. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can see that, right? Yeah, yeah, that fits. Yeah. 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 Um, I work freelance in the theatre industry, mostly in Sydney, uh, as a performer, director, a sound designer and a composer, but mostly I hide in dark corners and am a production and stage manager. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's me. And the funny thing is, is that you don't have hobbies. Like, you can't even... You well, know how most people... I had a hobby have... for a long time, which was theatre, and then I accidentally made it my career. It was a terrible idea, because mm. then there was no no, no downtime. <laughs> but you know how when most people introduce themselves, they're like, Hi, I'm Emma, I'm 31, and I love to crochet. You don't have yeah. hobbies. You just have obsessive phases that you go through. Oh, that's And you true. drag me through. Yeah. The leather glove phase of 2018, <laughs> the matcha phase of 2017, the witch phase, which has just evolved and has turned into like the tarot phase. Well, that has several phases. Crystals, aromatherapy, tarot. The pin phase, which was of, of oh, 2017. That yes. there's just, it's, I can't keep up with you anyway. <laughs> well, you know, in exchange of personality, I have obsessions. <laughs> Don't say that. Okay, well, it's my turn. You, yourself. 
My yeah. turn. My name is Emma Louise Elizabeth Carmen. Okay, Emma, you uh, can't use your, like, confirmation name because that's Catholic. It's not legal. Your grandmother and my grandmother would argue that point. Okay. I, I love it. I love using my full big name. Okay. We, we did name my, the plant in my room after it. Exactly. Fair enough. Thank you. Continue. Sorry. Um, I'm also in the theatre industry as an associate producer. My hobbies really include pizza and sitting down. I really spend my time in... <laughs> Don't laugh at that. It's no, true. No, it's true. It's very It's accurate. so true. I hate people that lie on this shit. And it's like, you know... Yeah. Rock climb every day, do you? Should you should put that on your bumble. That'll do well. <laughs> That'll reel them in. Yeah. Um, I really spend my time indoors with my loud family. I spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. And basically just with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. That. I mean, we've known each other for oh, nearly eight years now. This is the eighth year, yeah. I think. Yep. Coming up to eight years. Yeah, oh my gosh. we met back in drama school. Yeah. We started. Well, you were a baby. You weren't even 18. No. You were 17. I know. Ah! You're such a cougar. That was 24. <laughs> It's so it's kind of weird to think about. Oh, it's so no, weird. it's oh you know, you forget about age after a yeah. while after you sweat and fart all each other in drama school. <laughs> we got paired together in drama school to do a scene from Under Milkwood. Oh, that was like the second day, maybe yeah. or third day or something. Yeah. Had barely yeah. said two words to each other. Yeah. Um, and then when we were workshopping it on the floor, we repeatedly were told we're given the note to find the sex. And like I, do you know what's what's funny at the time is that obviously I didn't know you from a bar of soap. I didn't realize how socially that would be funny for you. To, like you're like I just can't. This is just too much. I can't do. Who is this <laughs> random girl? I was so wary of you as well because you were really loud and quite short, and I knew that you were young. And you were just like, all three this is things. how it is. I'm just going to say it. And I was like, oh, this bitch, Jesus Christ. <gasps> in your little faux leather pants and your long bloody They were really hair. breathable. What? Okay, cool. Okay, Great. I get, no, no, I get that. I You would have judged me by my appearance. It wasn't judging. I was just like, oh God. She's like, She's kind of like, I have to ease into that, you know? <laughs> have you eased into it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We have literally been joined at the hip ever since then. A date, I think. I was thinking about this the other day in the shower. Yeah. Because I knew we were going to be recording this intro podcast. And sure. I was like, okay, I have anything about stuff. It has been two years, I want to say, yeah. since we we taught, we have spoken every day for the last two years. Pretty much, yeah. There was one day where we didn't speak two years ago. And then the next day, you messaged me at like the crack of dawn and you were like, hi, we didn't talk yesterday. <laughs> and it was all we could talk about was how it just, we missed it. Yeah. And then ever since, we talk every single day. Yeah. Like we say goodbye to each other after hanging out till one in the morning, watching movies. Every week. And and then I'm like, let me know when you're home. And then like... We keep going. When you let me know that you're home, you just kind of pick up the conversation. <laughs> it doesn't stop. You'd think people would be like, hi, I'm home. Oh, good to see you're home. Good night. Nope, we keep going. And you're like, oh, wow, look at this. Oh, yep. It just doesn't anyway. stop. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, how else would you explain to someone else how we kind of function as a unit? Um, That's a good one. Like, we just never have never... The conversation has never stopped. Yeah. And, like, when we have, like, long conversations with multiple topics going at once, we kind of, like... <laughs> Put them out in like numerical bullet points and kind of address the bullet points. Because so there's so many threads. But for the big and one. We're, <laughs> and we've got like one conversation happening on Facebook Messenger and then like an Instagram exchange. And now we're like also TikToking as well. Like it's, but, it's too much. But you always make the point and you're like, hi, can we talk about this on the other th- on the other conversation? Can we <laughs> move track. That's, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would explain it like... We aren't completely... I think codependent is the wrong word. Yeah. But dependent enough that... When we were at the theatre together for the last time, you had a little, (laughs) back when that happened, you had a little silent alarm going on your phone to touch my knee every 20 minutes to instruct me to then do my eye drops into my infected eye. Like it's that level of intimacy. That's true. Will you say? Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, look. We've done lots together. We've emceed a wedding together. We worked we worked on theatre shows together, on yeah. and off stage together. I mean, yeah. you were... Yeah, no, on stage, yeah, in drama yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and now, look, we're doing a podcast. You have forgotten to mention our children that we have together as well. <laughs> what do you mean? The packets of light and tangy chips you buy for me from Miracle Metro every week <laughs> that we have in bed with us. <laughs> We try not to co-sleep, but we can't help it with them. Sometimes we let them in the bed. The crate of Coke Zero that I keep <laughs> hidden under a gym towel. 
so weird. Yeah, good. I think a good way to... That's definitely also like a post-COVID Emma and Patrick situation. Yeah. That that kind of... Yeah. The Coke Zero... This kind um, of routine that we've come into. Yes. Yeah. Pre-COVID, true. we would definitely do kind of movies or theatre at least once a week. Yeah. Together More at often least. Than several, but yeah. Yeah. Talk until the Starbucks closes... Until they kick us out of Starbucks on yeah, George Street. yeah. It's funny when you get into Starbucks late at night on George Street. There's all the same people keep coming in. <laughs> yes, we see that same family that I still oh, want to call docs on. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Who, like people who bring their children out and uh, like have their children in oh, Starbucks babies, no, at 11 babies. p.m. at night. No, I want to call running the docs. around like running out the front door onto George Street and they just yeah. like carry on a conversation. I'm like, go get the go kid. get the baby. What are you doing? George Street. I barely oh. let myself. You hold my hand on George Street. Like I that's feel like scary. I feel like they're godchildren. I'm like. <laughs> Are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen them for months. I hope you're well. If you're listening. If you're listening, I hope you're okay. Yeah. Um, And then once it kind of became for us <laughs> safe for us to see each other again after our March lockdown with COVID, mm. um, we definitely then moved those pre-COVID ha- habits into a smaller screen in your bedroom. Yeah. I found it. Well, I had a spare TV. So I yeah. set it up in my room and I was like, yeah. oh, this is great. I never need to leave my room again. And yeah. here we are. We really quickly <laughs> watched... The new things that had come out. I got Patrick to watch things like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, so um, good. So good. Highly recommended. We had some other little new newer things that we hadn't seen. But then so quickly, we ran out of new content. And obviously, there was no theatre to go to. So we started to turn to some old favourites. And then naturally had more to talk about. We ended up starting up this list mm. on my phone. <gasps> yes. Of movies that we kind of wanted to watch in the near future. And we're watching together. Yeah, they can like come up in conversation. I'm like, blah blah blah. Oh, but it's like, have you have you actually have you seen? Yeah, you'd be like, no. Do I have to put it on the list? I'm like, yeah, put it on the list. Yeah, yeah. it happens so organically, yeah. and it still does. It happens yeah. so organically. Um, but we did notice that pattern where we were like, hmm, we grew up watching very different things. It's like Patrick has had this whole this big hole where he missed every good movie from the 80s. It's really bizarre. Yeah. It just we just noticed it more and more organically. What it is, because often I think I've missed things because I'm the oldest child and i've grown up kind of watching down like you know if you kind of have older siblings you watch older content but i kind of watched the wiggles until i was like 12 yeah but (laughs) but in the same breath i'm the eldest child as well i know that's why i can't explain it. it's weird i'm the oldest child and it meant then that i was able to go into that next tier of watching things that my aunties and uncles wanted me to watch rather than and like then brought my sister up to that level with me yeah I'm just regressive. I don't know. Maybe I'm oh, stunted. Oh, don't say that. Stunted You're in my stunted. cultural development. <laughs> That's a bit far. <laughs> so anyway, we've just decided that we want to fill these holes. Yeah. There are some pretty big gaps. It's kind of, some of them are a bit embarrassing, actually. Yeah. Like, you know, The Godfather. Neither of us have seen it. No. I Maybe we'll watch it. So embarrassing. But then, like, really funny ones where it's like this, people have talked up these movies our whole lives and it's just yeah, not like great. Yeah, these cultural pillars. Dirty Dancing. Films. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, this film that both of our mothers insisted they had shown us. <laughs> but no, neither no, of us had seen it. No. And I, I kind of didn't, you know, we all know, you know The Lift. You know that Yeah, moment. that's all I knew. Um, the Lift and, yeah. the, and there was Patrick Swayze and that was it. I had no idea that it generally was about abortion in the Catskills. Oh my God, it was so full on. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. Abortion anyway. in the Catskills. <laughs> anyway. And look, one day I was walking through Sydney Park and I was listening to a podcast about making podcasts and I sent Emma a message being like, I've had an idea and I need you to tell me it's dumb. But then, you know, like by the time I got home 15, 20 minutes later, I'd already purchased a Rode microphone uh, and Emma was starting Google Docs. I planned, And we yeah. were, uh, the podcast was born. And, and here, here we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a weekly podcast that will come out on Fridays and it will bring you into my bedroom to sit on this double bed with both of us. We're going to watch two movies a week that either Patrick or myself haven't seen or maybe both of us haven't seen it. Yeah. So we should talk a bit more about uh, us and movies, I guess. Good idea. Because the podcast about yep. movies. Good yep. idea. Yeah. I think something that's really important to mention is the importance I place on award ceremonies, particularly the Oscars. Yeah. So other people, yeah, people who don't believe in awards and all of, you know, the elite just then choosing awards for the elite to get will disagree with me here. But I really do, like, the Oscars are my version of some crazy Catholics World Youth Day. Like, that's... World Youth Day? (laughs) That's the best way to put it. 
Yeah. Um, as you know, on the day when the Oscars are on or any, like the Emmys and Golden Globes, those three, I'll go into a social media lockdown most often because yeah. I'm at work that day. Yeah. And then we'll get home and watch them at night and have no idea what's happened. Yeah. But you will always, because like, I can't help myself, I'll be like, am I going to be happy? Am I going to be happy? <laughs> to you. And you'll be Like when Parasite won this year and you're yes. like, am I going to be happy? Like, you were going to like fucking shit not your believe, pants yeah. and not even believe it. Yeah, not believe how happy I'll be. Too funny. It's like, yeah. um... The equivalent of Drag Race finale for me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, you just don't want anything spoiled for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or the full experience, you know? I place a lot, uh, probably too much importance on it, I think. But whatever, that's me. That's my oh, well, that's know. my thing. They're there. It's entertainment. Yeah. That's what it's there for. But I also, put like, it on TV if it wasn't for that. Exactly. And I that, that stamp of approval from an academy is like, that's my thing. Whatever. Go away. Don't, sure. at, don't at me. I love it too much. Yeah, yeah. What kind of movies do you like? Um, I like all sorts of types of movies. Um, I mean, I, like if, if I'm opening Netflix and just looking for something, I will more often than not go to the drama tab. Mm. I mean, I do quite like comedies. My yeah. favourite film is a comedy, but like, yeah. also, I kind of naturally, I, I think something that is like really, une- in terms of genre, if we're talking genre, mm-hmm. I, my favourite kinds of movies are movies that blend genre or... Uh, one genre unexpectedly popping up in the middle of another one. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think you and I dislike the same kind of movies. Yeah. Or like your genres. We both don't go for the superhero action. That's not us. No. Not a big fan of no. the action film. Taken 3? I have no interest. Taken. The whole Fast oh, and Furious chance franchise? Bye. I don't like if I want to sit down and not think you know kind of zone out and just have an easy watch. It's not I'm not watching that genre. Yeah, no. Like I am gravitating more towards the comedy. It's funny because I imagine people who enjoy them put them on to kind of chill out. How can you chill out and watch that kind of? I don't know. know. And like they play it so loud, it's so overwhelming. (laughs) And it's like boom, boom, ah! And I just I can't. I like how is this an enjoyable experience? The buildings blowing up, all the blowing up, all the cars revving. Bye. Yeah. It's just. And always, I mean. Bless you, action films, but yeah. the story is pretty... It, it, the story is always last. It takes a backseat to yeah. spectacle. I think that explains why my favourite types of movies are the ones that have really strong storylines. So in not any particular mm. genre, but the story has to be completely solid. And the director's vision has to be... Like, that. you have to know what kind of film that is. Yeah. That probably... I mean, you know, we're just kind of those people, I think. Yes. But I think also it's greatly dependent on the fact that we are both theatre trained mm. and did quite a lot of like dramaturgical and contextual studies. Yes. Shout out to Margaret Davis. Yes. Ooh, ooh. yes. Um, you know, we, we both read cover to cover story by yeah. McKee and we, we look into every detail of everything, but story is, does come first to me. Yeah. And I, do, I think that's why I don't have a particular kind of favorite genre. I, I do similarly to you gravitate towards comedy, drama, thriller. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, keep me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. But you have to know what... Your story has to be strong. And thinking of a really exciting and interesting and unique way of taking on a story. Like, let's say, for example, a film that I really liked in recent years is The Favourite. Yeah. Um, that's kind of pretty... I mean, it's a quirky historical mm. story about mm. a kind of mm. quirky character. Mm. But instead of just being a period drama, it was really, like, comic, dark, yes. yeah. unexpected... Lots of, like, anachronisms. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Kind of bended the genre. I think bended, that's why... Bent. Yes, I think that's why I like some... I don't like all of his films, but a lot of Tarantino's films, like Inglorious Bastards, yeah. Django Unchained. It's yeah. like, you know, Spaghetti Western and World War Two. Yeah. Because oh, he's... He's, um, he's all know, about the blending. He's all about the blending and all, all about, about, like, blending. knowing what the form is and how to yeah. kind of manipulate yeah. his audience yeah. watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so why good. I like those films as well. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. What kind of films did you grow up watching? Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, I'm the eldest in the family. Mm. And then my brothers are four and then six years younger than me. So there's kind of a little bit of a gap there. Um, and I don't know, I don't know, kind of a little bit of a, not a heaps conservative family, but pretty, you know, went to Catholic schools. Yeah. Didn't really fiddle around with any kind of dark materials. No, didn't, so you didn't really kind of like, go out of your comfort zone or your little box. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of like Disney and that kind of stuff as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of when I suppose most kids with older siblings or just generally would start to watch more kind of, I don't know, not mature content, but you know, 
The PG. Yeah, well, P- PG even yeah. like up into kind of the M category. Yeah. I was still very much watching, you know, Jumanji and right. The Wiggles yeah. <laughs> with my younger brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right up until... I remember... Maybe like year eight. I think year eight, I had to do this assignment for English class where I had to, the assignment was to write um, a unit of study for an English class to, mm. to learn. Mm. Um, and you had to like pick the core text and the themes and that kind of stuff. And I just, I don't know what compelled me to grab it from Blockbuster. I'm going to go and remember mm. them. Um, it was Video Easy for me. Oh. Mine was a Video Easy, Carling for Court. Oh. We had Video Easy and Barrel, and yeah. then um, then we got Blockbuster in oh. Midagong. Mine's an Oliver good. Brown chocolate joint now. Oh, yeah. Do you know what yours is? Uh, it's like a community centre or something. Oh, that's actually really nice. Because <laughs> it, 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 be, it used to be a roller skating rink. Like, it's a, it was a big, big building. It's that one right in the middle of town near yes. the playhouse. Yes, I know it. Yeah. yeah right. um, I got American Beauty from Blockbuster. And it was MA, so it's probably too much for me. And I was home sick from school for a day. And my mum was there. So my mum was like, okay, he's watching this. It's okay. I'm just going to kind of monitor it. And I was like, oh my God, like, what? Yeah, hey, so you basically went from zero to 100. You went from Robin Williams in Jumanji to yeah. Sam Mendes directing American Beauty. Yeah. In no time at all. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just kind of pulled, I don't, I don't know what compelled me to grab that one. Probably the roses on the front cover. I don't know. But anyway, that that kind of was a film right. that really kind of... I, I remember that point being like, oh, okay, there are... Other movies out there. Stories that are, you know, complex and yeah. deal with adults and yeah. aren't like, ah, oh, switch brains with my daughter. And, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. But nice that you kind of sat in that period for a while, though. That's nice that you sat there in that kind of that Disney fantastical world. Yeah, I don't feel that behind from it. No. I mean, certainly I kind of had the blinkers oh, on and you've caught missed... Up. Missed quite a few things, yeah. uh, you know. Hence this podcast, yeah. In a way, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I missed a lot of like films, other people my age, especially like eighties films. I yeah. think I missed a lot of that. You have a massive hole in the eighties yeah. for an eighties baby. That's yeah. Weird. I was born in the well, I, you know, I got a, the end. The end of the eighties, eighty eight. Yeah, year. yeah. Um, You've missed so many of the yeah. That's right. Yeah. I come from a family that places a lot of importance on films. Yeah. And places a lot of importance on particularly 80s films. That's true. And how they kind of, it can, I think that's what introduced me to films being a bit more complex. And then I'm so, I was so, so, so lucky to grow up with an aunt and uncle who I would go and have sleepovers at their house every school holidays with my sister. And they love movies and they place a lot of importance on the classics like Grease, Annie, The Sound of Music, um, Back to the Future... And then they had a really great way of introducing me and my sister to them. And it gave us a really great way of then, you know, kind of watching it and talking about it and figuring it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Drinking from your crystal bottle quietly. Just, we're making a podcast. I thought I'd be quiet while yeah, I had a drink. Yeah. And then it just ran all down the front of my face. Because I was just going to talk and talk and talk. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I was really lucky that I, I had them in my life. I still do. I make out like they've died. <laughs> I was really lucky to have them in my childhood. And, and parents who also place a lot of importance on, on films and how they can kind of introduce you to a, a bigger, bigger and badder world. Um, one film in particular that I watched very young that other young kids are not watching young is Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, right. My dad's obsessed. Such a good one. Mel Brooks, what a win. If I... If I could, if he could have, he also would have shown me things very like Blazing Saddles. But I remember Mum always was like, "No, no, Joe, Joe. too far. <laughs> no, Joe, way too far. Stick to young. They, they, they yeah. think Young Frankenstein is spooky, and they're not getting the jokes yeah. about rolling yeah. in the hay here. So totally, it's one of those films where you watch it as a kid and you're like, "What a fantastic, fun yeah. film!" And then yeah. you watch it out, you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoop. Gre- oh. Grease was that one for me. Oh, really? Because so. In um, my primary school in Mittagong, we had weekly dance classes. Mm. And then every second year where we weren't doing the musical, the dance teachers would put on like a dance kind of recital for oh all the parents to come. Oh my God, what fucking school? He- Hokey Pokey school was this? <laughs> so Michael's Mittagong. Oh God, all right. Um, but it was basic AF, don't worry. Right. So, <clears throat> and the performance would be like a musical. Right. But we wouldn't do the musical. We'd just, like, dance to the songs from that musical out of order. So, it was so in year one, it was Grease. Yeah. And so we did the, I think it was, like, the cha, not the cha-cha, like, maybe, like, the, I don't know. But, like, we'd do, the like... The hand pre- drive? 
Well, we all did that as a school oh, at okay. the end. That was the finale. But um, we had like, you ain't another bite of hound. Or, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I can even do it. Yeah, yeah. in my head. Yeah. yeah, it's like the, like the, I don't know, heel and toe poker almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a progressive ballroom dance that everyone just watched. Let's kind of change partners and do this dance. To the hand, to the, to the hound, hound dog. To hound dog, yeah. Like, oh yeah. my God. I know. How but, weird. So because of that, I was like, yeah, Greece. And then I used to watch it all the time. Yes. And then I remember going to, it was my second cousin's 40th birthday in Mosman. <sighs> and it was a big, like, like an adult party. Like, yeah. you know, we're all having yeah, yeah, fun yeah, out yeah. the back. And I was like, I'm fucking bored in this mansion. And so my great aunt Mary um, was like, well, we can put on a, put on a movie. Pick one. And then there was one in there that had it written on it in little, you know, that you taped off the TV, yeah. you write it in the pencil, yeah. Grease Lightning. And I was like, oh yeah, Grease. And she's like, you can't watch that. Absolutely not for kids. And she I was called like, it Grease Lightning, not Grease. And I was like, what do you mean? I've watched it like a thousand times. I don't understand. Aww. But I was like, okay. But now as an adult, I watch that film and I'm like, oh God. Um, I think you told me before that <laughs> yeah. didn't you, you, you've, you never saw the scene where Rizzo and Kaniki were in the car together? Maybe not. I think you've told me Did that because I would have I would have just watched, watched it when it was taped from TV yes. whatever that was and your parents have like skipped it or something or Maybe. TV skipped it well TV would have skipped it yeah. how funny you would have been so and confused I at the totally, end totally absolutely totally missed that whole plot with Rizzo and the pregnancy and all that you missed the best part of the film straight over my head <laughs> that's the best even bit. recently I was like what <laughs> <laughs> that's picking funny. up on things I hadn't yeah, noticed that's before funny. yeah okay how funny we both have come from very different backgrounds when it came to movies in our childhood like i i think we're definitely on two ends of the spectrum my family is definitely not the run of the mill we're sitting around like uh, for example i used to sit we used to sit down as a family like a big family and watch like 1940s abbott and costello wartime films oh it's like so cool it's cool but it's not normal when i was that age i would have been like this is fun but i don't know it's not cool but now i'm like damn i wish i had that in my childhood yeah yeah that that was my childhood yeah it was good I just watch, I'd watch, um, <laughs> the, the times I remember being like, okay, we're watching a movie apart from like, oh my God, this time that I specific time. And it's another, it's this other kind of oh, landmark movie yeah. in my brain yeah. is when we went to the video shop again. Video yeah. shop is an experience. Yeah, it, it was is. So I good. love it. Saturday night was um, mine. Well, whenever we, whenever we visited, um, my grandparents mm. on the central coast, we'd go up to the, this huge video shop on the entrance. It was so yeah. big. Oh no. But no, no, uh, the Long Jetty. Long Jetty, yeah. Huge video shop. Yeah. It was huge. And we'd always pick out like a couple to have for the week while we were yeah. there. And my brother would always pick the same two over and over again. Uh, Brom, the adventures of a little car. Oh, I love Brom. Brom. And also this like very specific adaptation of Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh. All I remember from it is that someone was tiny and got, gets put in a pocket with a giant lolly. But that might be me confusing, like, Honey, I Shrug the Kids or something. Okay, but also, I do really feel that, that it is so good to just watch the same movies over and over. Yeah, it's I get good. That. I, I get read that. somewhere recently that, that people who watch this, like, watching the same movies that you know over mm. and over again is, like, something that people with high-function anxiety to do, do oh. to, like, <laughs> deal with. To like chill out, and yeah. I'm like, that is me to I get a that. T. I get that so much. The comfort of you know what's coming. Yeah, you know what you're in for. Yeah, That's but this me. this other landmark, I got distracted. The other landmark that I was talking about is uh, we went to the video shop with my dad. It was just mm. my dad, and mm. then me and my two younger brothers, mm. and we got to pick a movie each. And I was in year six, so my youngest brother was in kindergarten. Oh right, year two thousand it was, and I picked out Scary Movie, the first one. You know the parody. Oh yeah. Um. And I was like, this is going to be funny. It looks funny. I think I've kind of heard some of the boys in my class talking about yeah. it. I want to be like them. I want to fit in. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it didn't happen. Um, and um, yeah, we put it on. And it, the opening of the movie parodies Scream. Okay. So it's the girl running like, ah, yes. ah, being chased. And then kind of the joke is like more and more of her clothes come off to be like, oh, God. You know, how convenient. Now we can see her boobs. Uh. And so she's running around topless with her boobs <gasps> flopping around. And my dad goes, so this is my dad. Actual and my boobies. T- yeah. Around. Okay. My dad and my two younger brothers and me all watching this movie. And my youngest brother is in kindergarten. Oh so like gosh. five. Oh my God. And he goes, we shouldn't be watching this. And then did not move. <laughs> Watch the whole film. <laughs> like laughed all the way through it. But like just this like, oh, we shouldn't be watching this. But then just nothing But kept it. watching yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. How funny. How funny. I 
ne- never had an experience like that. I think the closest we came was when good old Uncle Steve and Auntie Sonia were like, okay, let's see how we can, let's see how far we can push this. Yeah. We've done all, the, all of their version of the classics. Let's introduce you to M. Night Shyamalan <gasps> and let's watch The Village. Yep. And then we cl- did that classic thing where they were like, okay, we'll pause it if you have any questions. And the first time we watched it, of course, we paused a thousand times. And we're like, oh, but, no. like you know, just had no yeah. idea about how, you know, cults and all that kind of stuff worked. Oh my God. Have so, they fostered this in you? Is this why I sit with movie, <laughs> sit through movies with you and you're like, but what, like, and I'm like, just shut the fuck up and watch the movie and all the questions will be answered. It's Steve and Sonia's fault. No, I'm gonna well, come for it's them. a Eunice family thing. It's a whole uh, Eunice family thing. Oh, have, have you not met any of my family? They can't help themselves but talk. I know. Through everything. Even when you're watching a movie for the first time together, they're all they're asking questions about what's happening. It's like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, none of us know. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. So, Emma Shyamalan, The Village in particular, was the first one that was like, okay, let's see if we can get Emma and April to watch this and see how that goes. And we were obsessed for years. We still are. It's one of my favourite movies. Such a strange choice. Yeah. I don't but know why great, they did it. Like, good movie. Actually, it is a good movie. Yeah, no, actually, it's a good movie. I think it was because they wanted to show us just, again, that different genre, but also that there's a twist. Yeah. It's not always what you what you see. Is what I you see. Get. Yeah, yeah. And that's that probably, of all of his films, is the most kind of approachable for younger people, yeah. I suppose. Scary as shit. Scary. Absolutely scary. Yeah. But, yes. And, oh, what a great cast. Now that I know them, I'm like, oh, yes, William Hurt. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes! Love you. Oh, love you, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Oh. oh, he's so Such attractive. a good cast. Um, yeah, I guess I can, in my life, my kind of family member who was like, movies, was my auntie Dorothy, my great aunt Dorothy. I love. Auntie Doss. Who was my sponsor for my, <laughs> for my confirmation in year six. Oh. Bless her. Um, she would take me to movies, but I'm a classic. Howard or Kenan family yeah. trait is being late for fucking everything. Really? So yeah, yeah. I I didn't inherit it, oh. um, but like hopelessly late, like just like oh. at, total chaos, unorganized. Oh, where am I? Yeah. Um, so we'd be like have to quickly drop off some meals on wheels to some people, and then we're gonna <laughs> quickly get to the three twenty p.m. screening of Pauly or whatever it yeah, was, right. and then I'd always miss like the first ten to fifteen minutes of every movie, and be like, oh. where are we? And then have to wait for it to come out on DVD or VHS in the day. How confusing for you. Yeah. So like Napoleon, you know, remember, do you remember that stupid movie? It was like an Australian film about Napoleon. like a Labrador that got stuck in a hot air balloon and that ended up in the zoo. That is not the kind of film I would ever watch. Oh, see, that's what I watched until I was like bloody 14. A dog called Napoleon. Stupid movies. Yeah. Oh. The, the equivalent of like on Netflix today, like Barbie the ballerina oh. films. But like, that's not for girls. No, I'm a boy. no way. Oh. But anyway, okay. I would watch like... That movie, I had no idea what happened. I was just like, oh, there's a dog with all these bloody animals in, I guess, a zoo. But good on her for, for <clears throat> taking you. That's nice. It was so nice. That's yeah, really nice. Yeah. Good on her. She's um, hilarious. Actually, funny you should mention M. Night Shyamalan. Because, hey, look, it's Patrick with a landmark film from his childhood. Yeah. Um, I am, like, clinging on to my childhood today. Why is that? I don't know. I got the Six of Cups yesterday. That is not why you're clinging. My tarot card. No, it doesn't, tarot card means nothing. It means yeah. nothing. That's probably okay, just because well, it's all rude. you and I talk about, really. Maybe. I mean, it's important to because we're time we're talking about where. We're What's coming. your M Night Shyamalan anyway, movie? Anyway, my M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, my good friend Dave Malloy, who was kind of like my first friend, who was like a dude. Yeah, and <laughs> you your know? first friend that didn't run school? away from you at recess because you know limited limited stock in St Michael's Middegon, but once <laughs> you got up to Chevalier College, it was you know more yeah. of a scope of uh, dudes to hang with. You know, yeah. more of a, a spectrum of yeah. men with kind of similar tastes and interests. Uh, so Dave became like a really, really good friend yeah. uh, from year eight. And he, he's a big film dude. Like he works in film now. Yes. Um, and yeah, so the, f- he took me, we went to the cinemas. It was me, him and our other, our other friend Trent. Yeah. And we went to see uh, Signs in the cinema. Mm-hmm. And I had never until that point seen a thriller or a horror no, film. No, you just said you'd been watching Jumanji until you right when yeah. you watched American Beauty. That's what I'm saying. This is about the same time. We would in year eight, year nine. Yeah, right. If Trent was there, it would have been like year eight, year nine. Um, I went to see Signs at the cinema and I <laughs> just have this thing about aliens already. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, right. The unknown. But even like the sound of the X-Files theme music in another part of the house <laughs> makes my skin crawl. <laughs> That's enough to set me off. <laughs> that episode of... You, you wouldn't know because you've never watched The Simpsons. We'll get yes. to that. Um <laughs> Um, the episode of The Simpsons, which parodies kind of the X Files, okay. has that, Does that it, Mr. Burns. Ah, uh, as a kid, it would freak oh. me out. All right, 
So you went and saw Signs. So I went and saw Signs. And boy, it was like intense. Like I was on the edge of my seat. And there's, have you seen it? No. Oh, yes, I have. I've seen oh, Signs. Have, yeah. Oh, I lied. I've seen Signs. Yeah. I've seen it. I've um, seen and it. there's that moment with the, like, the, the handy cam yeah. footage where yeah. the alien walks across the driveway. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my voice hadn't broken properly yet. I squealed. Like squealed so loud <laughs> in the cinema that da- and Dave was also terrified but yeah. like uh, so set up by my squeal <laughs> that he laughed hysterically for like five minutes I like, couldn't yes. control himself laughing and it's kind of like do weird <laughs> shit in the cinema and yes. um, Trent was dead like it was like this yes. <laughs> but I was like properly traumatised by that film yeah right like it did not sleep for like six months properly did you ever come to love it? yeah yeah like in the like in the end I decided the best way to kind of exercise this problem from my brain was to watch it again and process it. Yeah. And so I went on this hunt where every time we would go to Big W in, Ca- in Campbelltown, we'd go to the city for the day, You'd look in quotes, I'd go and be like, sorry, has signs come out yet? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and eventually I watched it again. And like, I, 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 I think it has a lot of shortcomings now. Yes. But um, it, it's still fun. It's and, great. and it still freaks me. Actually, I haven't watched it for so long. I no, neither have I. We should watch it again. Um, it freaks me out. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, and then yeah, I, I kind of from that point I realized, oh, thrillers are great, and like horror films and stuff. Yes. I really like them. Well, I don't like horror, but thriller, yeah. I can, I definitely know that horror is new to me. Horror, yes. I haven't done a lot of horror. No, but it's new. You decided to watch Hereditary while we were on a plane for twenty four hours. And I, well regret, I really regret it because You're I think idiot. they cut things out of it. P, the whole point of watching movies on a plane is to distract you from the fact that you're a million feet up in the air. So you watch... Well, I was distracted. I didn't think about that. <gasps> no, you were too busy jumping in your seat every two seconds. I was like, sit still. <laughs> on your first international flight, you watched Hereditary. You're a moron. Oh, anyway. no. Didn't I watch it on the way to Uluru? Oh, Springs. that's right. Yeah. You watched something else that was stupid on the way to New York, and I was like, you of all... Of we course. both watched It. Yes, we pressed we pressed the screens at the same time yeah. to watch yeah. It. Oh, wicked. Memories. What are your favourite movies, do you think? Oh, my favourites. Yeah, it's hard. What are your favourites? Like, top three? Yep. Okay. Uh, number one... Okay, so the first two are easy. Number one, Clue, 1985. Madeline Kahn, Tim Curry, Eileen Brennan. Ah. Oh. Yeah. The best. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I could watch it every day. Tell I know it so well. Share your secret. What's your little secret, Patrickism? What's my secret? Your secret. What do you have? What's your secret with Clue? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I own Clue on DVD because it's my favourite film. I have a, I've actually should say I have a really extensive DVD collection. Oh, it's beautiful. For for several years, kind of in my early and late twenties, I had a real problem i just would buy dvds i have like two very big bookcases that you still shoppers. have that problem you buy the stupidest dvds i'm i'm talking like two or three a week back in the day yeah but remember you bought that dvd it was like beyonce and cuba gooding jr because it was two dollars and i was like you don't need to buy that but i wanted to see how terrible it was gonna be <laughs> it's gone now that's gone that's gone from my life anyway what's your little clue so i have clue on dvd because yeah. it's my favorite movie of yeah. course i have yeah. it yeah and then you got i saw it. it come into stock at my work Again, and it was like ten dollars because yeah. it was you know the yeah. umbrella pictures one, and I was yeah. like, "What if I just get another copy just in case <laughs> to put it away? Just because it's like the best thing in the world. Yeah. And I, I, if it broke, I'd be so sad." So I got a spare copy, and then I got another spare copy, <laughs> and they gave that to you. Yeah. To keep and it your house. You got another spare copy, and, and then no, no, no. Sorry, that one. Yeah. That was a joke. I didn't buy it. Bronte bought that and put it in her parents' house as a joke. No, but then you got one at your parents. No, they don't have one. Oh, I thought they had one. No, no. Oh, okay. So I, I, know, I know where my Horcruxes are. <laughs> <laughs> I know where my Horcruxes are! I've got two in the bookcase here. Yeah. One at your house. One at our friend Bronte's house. And one at um, Sussex Inlet at Bronte's parents' house. Oh, why did I think your parents had one? No, they've never seen it. That's right. That's something that needs to change. Absolutely, we have to watch it. And they, my mum will just be like, that was weird. <laughs> like, after she watched Parasite. That was weird. That was weird. What a weird movie, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I love your parents so much. She's so good. Um, um, go so on. that's my first one. Yeah. My second favourite film is definitely Synecdoche, New York. Or as I say, Synodoche, New York. <laughs> yeah, that's not the word. That's yeah. not how it says. Yeah. Uh, Synecdoche, New York. You know, yeah. Charlie Kaufman. Yep. So good. Yeah. Um, oh, Having a brain fart. What? Who's the lead? 
I don't know. He died. Oh, isn't it Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, and Diane Weist in it. Oh, she's comes great. Again, just her. at the end, and she plays him. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that's good. It's the, okay. we, we have to watch it. Okay, yeah, we'll watch I've written it. essays on it. So okay, good. good. Number three, I have... Look, honestly, I don't know. I have so many on my shortlist of my favourites. I honestly can't tell you... Any How about you? F- no, no, no. I, I honestly can't tell you any favourite. I, I don't have top favourite films. I have about 20 films that I know and love, but I do not have any that I'm like, this is my favourite film. It yeah. really just depends on what mood I'm in. It depends on... So many things. I love films for so many different reasons because they're either from my childhood or because yeah. like they really do mean something to me because I really love them or who's in them. Most often than not, I stick to certain directors and I stick to like just the fact that the story has to be really strong, Yeah, which is good because that means I can go from genre to genre and not really... That's true. Yeah. Often if a director's attached to something, yeah. I will immediately be like, I want to watch it, knowing who the director you is. You do do that, yeah. yeah. Like Bong Joon-ho, I would watch anything Anything his. he touches, yeah. Um, you know, that's why I was so yeah. excited even before Parasite came out. And yeah. then when it came out, I was like, oh my God, what he's like just upped himself like 50 times. I think some general, like I do want to give you some insight into general ones I love. So I think in the last few years, yeah. Inglorious Bastards. <gasps> so good. Django Unchained. Um, Spotlight. Like just things that have a really solid story. Yeah. We both love Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. Actually, that might be my third favourite. Probably. You've watched it so I'm, much. I'm aware of how dumb it is, and I'm aware of how people think it's really dumb, and it's oh, like, the fifth dimension is love. But, like, it's so clever. It's so good. It's so good. It's good. And, like, the fact that they worked with scientists scientists to, like, develop an entirely new way of thinking of how black holes work to yeah. be able to make an image of one as accurately as possible. Yeah. Like, that yeah. science developed yeah. because of that movie. Yeah. So cool. It's just a really well done movie. Yeah. It's just really well done. Yeah. Yeah. And that scene, that the unique thing of, like, no, like being sad that you're gone and knowing that people will carry on after you, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. But having, like, where time sped, speeds up for Matthew McConaughey's character, yeah. he has to watch that happen. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh. Yeah, it's nuts. Heartbreaking. And his yeah. performance when yeah. he's just sitting there. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, it's a, it's a, I got goosebumps. It's a beautifully made film. Yeah. Other ones I love, like, um, obviously, we love Parasite. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant film. That's probably a weird the, movie. Oh, that's a weird movie. That was weird, Patrick. One, it's one of the, it's probably the last film I've seen, like, real landmark in the last few years that I've thought about for yeah. months afterwards. Yeah. But also just had complete commercial success. That It's still playing in the movies, isn't it? Like now. Yeah, yeah. A complete commercial success they never thought would happen. It's the, it's the longest running picture mm. in Dendi, Dendi Cinema's history. Has ever had. Yeah. I think that my favourite, the funniest bit was when Bong Joon-ho gets up at the Oscars to accept all of his awards. Yeah. And he's just gotten progressively and progressively happier and gotten more awards yeah. as the night's going on. He's and like, he, what's happening? He got up there at the end for director. And we're just looking down at the crowd going, hey, Quentin, hey, Martin. And it's showing everyone's just like, I'm so hey, happy. Girls. Yeah. Hey, girls. Hey, Mary. Like, What's up? <laughs> oh, that's another movie. Sister Act. Sister Act was a big oh, part of my childhood. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Another one. That's so good. That cast. That cast. Mm. Anyway. Kathy Najimy. Oh. Kathy Rat Jimmy. Race. <gasps> it's a mad, 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 oh! mad, 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 mad world for you. That's a weird like 1940s Eunice family special it's a mad 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 40s? mad world really yeah, yeah oh god yeah yeah 40s 50s no yeah, 40s yeah, yeah yeah if anyone's out there who has well, also seen this movie <laughs> please let me know well, I watched you it think. now you've, you've made watched me watch it, it. Now. it was so good it was so good right yeah and then how funny that you love Rat Race and I hadn't seen that and yeah. Rat Race is based off of it yeah yeah we did like a little exchange that's so weird so good such a good film oh um well okay what is We'll just kind of fire some questions at each other Go. to kind of get. So, favourite musical film? Oh, why are you asking me this one? It's so hard. Top ten. Here I go. Oh, you're doing ten. Okay. Okay, whatever. or top top. Because you can't pick one. Okay. I can't pick okay. one. Okay. They're also good. Okay. Greece, Highlights. West Side Story, <gasps> Chicago. I will fight to death that Chicago is one of the best stage to film adaptations out there. I think it's has to be the. Yeah. I have never seen a show so well done in film the, the yeah. stage version was shit yeah. compared to it. Okay, so West Side Story, Greece, Chicago, Annie, the nineteen, the the Carol Burnett, Tim Curry version. Oh, not, so good. We've seen the other ones, but that one's the best one. Um, oh, like the Wizard of Oz, obviously. Oh, the Sound of Music. Oh, so good. Um, we love the producers. We love so many movies. That is a another consideration for best. Yeah. But see, that's that's one of those unique ones where it's film musical. 
the film is film better than the stage of a musical. Version. Yeah. Like Hairspray as well. Yeah. Went from being a film to being a musical to yeah. then being a film adaptation of the musical of the film. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? What other musical films do I love? I didn't love Into the Woods. Into the Woods is probably my second favourite musical ever. But I think you're just too close to that in general. That's too close for you. Yeah, nothing could ever be good no. enough. No. I love Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd's that good. That was good. Did, oh, because you watched the movie. But you haven't... No, you have seen the musical. Yeah, I've seen both. <laughs> no, you've seen both. I've seen both. That was good. I'm into it. I think the shortcomings in that film are things that you just have to trade off to make a film of that musical. Yeah, sure. And I'm just sad they're missing, but... Like you know, stupid that, characters. Like, like the chorus bits and stuff. You, like, you can't put a chorus in a film unless you're making it more kind yeah, of no. in. I like the idea of Les Mis, and as you know, I saw the film a bunch of times when it came out. It was my first ever time I met you. That was my... <laughs> the first, I, honestly, that's like the, one of the first things that I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Yeah, was how much I had seen that film. It was that very first day of drama school. Yeah. Where we had to go around the circle and talk about films that we'd watched while, you know, our yeah, t- teacher over the at the time kind of like shamed us for yeah. not having any taste yeah and i was the only person in the whole class who'd been to a sydney festival event yeah um but and you were like oh yeah so i flame is like four times was it yeah and he made so much fun of me and he was and he was going like oh god and you were like no no it's no, good yeah, i yeah, loved yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and i was like who's this little piece <laughs> okay they're my top ones have, yeah. have i are there any that i've not said i mean they're also good they're also i good. also love oh i've got to say calamity jane Okay. But that's on. That's another, like, my mum would do the ironing and put that on, and we'd watch oh, it nice. together. Oh, funny girl. Oh, funny girl. Oh, Barbara. Funny girl. Funny girl. I think if I had to pick top two, it's probably... Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I was yeah. going to say Chicago, but I can't. I yeah. can't pick. Yeah. They're the favourite ones. Okay, well, look. What a lovely discussion of musical films. No one has a favourite, <laughs> but they're all very good. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't pick one either, no. honestly. I no. Hedwig and the Angry Inch is another great one. Yeah. Oh. What are your favourite feel good? Like, you know, I just want to feel good about myself. I'm just okay, kidding. so I've got two that I go to when I'm like, I am so full of like anxiety or nerves. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like the night before my drama school audition. Mm-hmm. Thing, where mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I'm so prepared. Mm-hmm. If I do anything more, I'm going to split. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just need to like, have some catharsis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I watched Spirited Away. Oh, yeah. And that makes me cry. Yeah. And also Big Fish. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Big Fish? No, add it to the list. <sighs> Oh, Put it on the list, babe. It is. It's just come on Netflix, actually. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, they're the two films that make me happy. get a little bit of an ugly cry at the end because it's like a big ugly happy cry, like yep. cathartic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think my t- I'll pick two because you pick two. Yeah. I think my two are the first Back to the Future film. Oh yeah. And the first Indiana Jones film. They are both like yeah, a big hug for me. So here's the thing. What? Indiana Jones is kind of an action film. No, it's not. No, no. Why would you say that? But it's got elements elements of it, let's say. You guys, I'm fuming. Why would you say that? Okay, yeah, sure. Elements. What if him running after the boulder so the boulder doesn't hit it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. no, it's a historical... Oh, fuck you, it is action. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, I'm standing... No, it's not. Oh, look at Spielberg her would not touch anything. No, go Dear away. Dear Rita, I'm watching her fall apart oh, in front of me. You're so... Made me so fuming. I'm genuinely really upset yeah. now. But they're kind of your le- like some of your landmark films yeah, as well, right? T- yeah, they are. I've it's kind of talked like about. I've talked all about my fucking yeah, landmark, it's a big landmark hug. films. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I go from like yeah, Young Frankenstein was my childhood to like then also yeah. other really weird yeah. ones. Another big landmark film for me when I was a kid was Babe, because <laughs> <laughs> because it was filmed in my hometown, and my grandmother and my great auntie were extras in the first. Auntie family. Joss. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see them on the screen. Yeah. When the pans across the crowd, you can yeah. see them very briefly. You can pause it. There yeah. she is. That's so cool. Yeah. I remember when you first told me that fact a couple of years ago. I thought yeah. that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. That's and then I was an extra in the second one. Yeah. Babe 2, Big in yeah. the City. Yeah. I've never seen Babe 2. Oh, I wouldn't r- rush into it. Can you see you in the film? No. No, right. No. You just crowd. It's this big crowd scene at the beginning. Um, have I told you about that? The day of filming. We yes. spent a whole day of filming. Going, yay, babe, woo, yeah. babe, 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 holding signs saying, yay, babe. And they spent a whole day filming that and then went, oh, hang on. Continuity. Humans don't know that the pig is called babe. They call it pig. And they wasted that whole day of film. I, Can like, you imagine? Could you, could you be the producer going, you're all fired? I would fire someone for that. I would fire a whole bunch of people. There were like 400 extras. No. Nah. That would have been. It would have, it would have been easily one of the most expensive days of filming. Everyone's fired. <laughs> I love that fact. Yeah. I love it so much. And another fun fact about Babe, because Go you on. know, because I've got them. Yeah. Uh, well, I was there and I met Magda Zabanski and I met 
Um, Bart Mahogany. What's his name? Oh my god, James. Um, yeah, 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 James Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah. And how cool! Like at the time, I was just like, oh yeah, that's fun. But yeah. now I'm like, whoa! Yeah. James Cromwell. Yeah. What a cool yeah. actor to meet. He's one of those actors that. Pop is still continuously having work, like even today. Yeah. He just pops up in random things. Yeah, American Horror Story and all yeah. those FX shows. Do you know who else and... I was thinking of that is... Thank you, Ryan Murphy, for holding yes. on to him. Do you know who else I was thinking of that is consistently working? <laughs> who? As they've gotten older? Ed Harris. Yeah. He is always in something. Always a good one. And like he's always in... Yeah, he, he's continually working. Good on him, I say. And how good? How good is Westworld? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Westworld. Alright, favourite movie score. I know what yours is. We're going to say it on the count of three. So your favourite oh, yeah. movie Oh, you know what it is. One, two, three. Interstellar. Interstellar. Oh, someone loves Hans Zimmer over here. Yeah, it's me. That's that film score, I just I just think it's one of the best film scores mm. of the last 10, if not 20 years. I, it's funny that you picked that over Home Alone. I would think that Home Alone is your favourite score. No, Home Alone... So Home Alone... Oh, God. Home Alone. I'm getting emotional talking about it. It's just one of those, <laughs> Calm like... Down. Like childhood, like hugs. Yeah, it's like, like a hug. Every family member love it. It's kind of your yeah, the equivalent of like the ones in your family. Yeah, like my grandma loved it. My grandma and Annie Doss would both watch it together. Like, it's, so, oh, it's, oh, it's so wholesome. And all like you know all the hijinks. Yeah, and I loved it as a kid. And now as an adult, it's like it's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, I watched it Home Alone last year, three days in a row, and it was <laughs> fine. And I was like. And it was I, on the third day, I was like, this is a test. I just don't know if it's going to be as good on the third day. And it fucking was. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It's so good. I... And the music from that is, it's like a little warm hug. It's not my favorite score, but it's a little hug. It's a hug. Yeah. I don't know what my favorite film score is. Again, like it's probably some John Williams 80s score. Yeah. I would say. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's one of those ones, but not Star Wars. It's probably like, again, the Indiana Jones vibes, I would say. Because it, again, it's like a big yeah. hug. I'm. What? Going to admit, Star Wars is a bit difficult for me. I have, I yeah. have definitely seen at least the first six episodes, definitely, and I'm sure I've seen like seven or eight, maybe, in these kind of new series. Because don't even know I... what seven or eight are. <laughs> They're kind of recent ones, but like sure. Daisy Ridley and oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 she's cool. Um, I've seen Rogue One, but that's like a standalone story. Mm. Um, Rogue One's kind of the only one that I was like, oh yeah, I followed that and wasn't bored, but. That's just because, like, I, the whole thing, I'm just aware of how, like, complex and overwhelming. Mm. But it's not. It's not. I, I don't know. There's I, something about it that just makes me go, oh, God, I just don't think I can get to it. I think it's one of those things where, yes, I don't think I can get to it. And I've probably then avoided it for so long because I know there's so many of them and it's so complex. But also, it's that thing that, especially you, you go for as well, which is, like, when other people love it so much, it actually turns me off it. Yeah. That's why I love Back to the Future so much and you were... Could not have wanted to watch it any less than I did. <laughs> I hated it so much. It's because I had been talking it up for about ten years yeah. to you. Yeah. That's why. That's it's you don't like it because I love it. Yeah. Oh, I figured you out. Yeah, cracked it. <laughs> well, look, maybe in a future episode we'll watch all of the Star Wars movies. Oh. Can we just talk That's about Carrie Fisher build. the whole time? Like I don't. Yeah, wanna, I don't can. care about any of the rest of She's them. She's so good. Oh my god. Um, I, I do want to watch. I have them all on DVD. Someone gave them? them to me, and I was like, "Yeah, look, they're a good thing to have." And okay. you know, you know, I've got this right. bloody collection. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm sure when you start from a logical point and watch them and kind of comprehend them, I'm it's just good. exhausted thinking about it already. Yeah. All the space, all the flying in space in the seventies. Jesus. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Well, my dad always talks about it and how he saw it when he Does was a he? kid and how it was like fucking incredible oh, of to see that on screen. Is. Of course and like that's it like this there's this beautiful little place in his heart. So I I watched it for my dad. Yeah of course it is. Okay. We'll that, watch it. We'll watch that, it and he remembers going he remembers this is a funny dad dad anecdote. Yeah. He remembers going to watch Charlie and the Chocolate or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The I original. forgot to talk about that That's the best. <gasps> that's another Joe Carmus classic that he made sure yeah. we always watch anytime like that's a Saturday yeah. night. You've gone to church at five o'clock. You've yeah. gone to have Chinese food at Empress of yes! China. And then we've come home and we've watched really long the Chocolate Factory. And, oh, that's yeah. another one I've got to talk about. It's on TV a lot when I was a It kid. was on TV, Channel 7, seriously yeah. every week almost. Oh, yeah, what, sorry, you go. Uh, winner. My dad remembers going to see it at the Opera House. <gasps> like just after, not long after it had been built. That's it so in, cool. It opened in, what, 73? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so him cool. was going to the opera house. Like the first time he went to the opera house was yeah. to watch the movie. Yeah, that's so cool. How cool! My dad calls me Veruca. <gasps> that fits. Yeah, 
It does, doesn't it? Who would I be? Augustus Gloom. <laughs> Augustus, save some for Augustus, later. Augustus, save some for later. No, you wouldn't be Augustus Gloom. You'd be bloody. You'd be. You'd be. No, you'd Mike be. TV. You'd be Mike. <laughs> You'd be Mike no, you'd be Mike TV's mum. Oh, oh, what a beautiful woman. She's good. She's a good character. That's such an underrated character, actually. <laughs> uh, you've heard it here first. Yeah. Most underrated character in any film is Mike TV's mum. Okay, there Done. we go. We'll go with that. Had a beautiful 70s yeah. outfit. Anyway, who's your uh, performer? Oh, that's hard. It's got to be a woman. It's that <laughs> classic, like, diva yay bullshit. Yeah, sure. Like, I just, you know, it's that thing, it's just this thing where it's like, you know, I can't help but love them. Yeah. Like your Kate Blanchett's. Yeah. Your Sarah Paulson's. Yeah. Like big lesbian energy. Oh. I love it. I live for it. Yes. I think my, one of mine, again, I'm so not decisive, yeah. one of mine is um, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Yeah, Christoph Waltz is a good one. Um, oh, look, I don't know. I, I find it hard to pick favourite performers. Yeah, it's hard. Kate, Kate's up there. Everything she does, I think, is wonderful. It's so good. Um, you'd be, you're, it's an obvious bit, one. Are you a little bit basic, though, to say? It's like you saying Judy. I know, I basic, know. Basic, Judy. But also, like, yeah, Kate Winslet. She's so good. Oh, that's a random one. Yeah. Have you seen The Reader? She's so good I in have. that. I have. I have seen <gasps> have The Reader. Have you? I did. I had to watch it for high school. Oh, really? Yeah, for like year 10 or something. Oh, it's kind of got that kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, um, what's that one with uh, Patrick Handsome Face? What's his name? Who's um, Patrick Handsome Face? What's me? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say Patrick Dempsey, but that's the TV guy. Um, oh, oh, he's in that HBO Angels in America. Oh my God, talk about good performance. Patrick. Um... Oh, Patrick. <laughs> Let's say Patrick Bateman. <laughs> no, that's the character from the movie. Patrick... Neither of us have seen. Um... <laughs> Patrick. I'm going to look him up. Oh, I'm actually going to get my phone out. You look him up. I'm going to talk a bit to myself about <laughs> actually favourite movies to quote i've been thinking about this for a while oh yeah patrick and i quote a lot um i think the favorite thing to quote is greece but it's not the it's not the run-of-the-mill quotes that you know other people quote (gasps) we always quote have you noticed we always quote the really weird lines that no one would even remember little nuances that no one remembers can i just pause you it's patrick wilson patrick wilson and they are together in the wonderful film little children show me a picture he Patrick gotcha. Hansen face. Mm, I don't really like him as an actor, but anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, we like her. Now yeah. we're just looking at a phone. Now we're just looking at pictures of people we like. Yeah, right. I don't mm. know any of those people. Great for radio. Um, Grease. Grease quotes. Okay, top three are licks finger and points it to the sky. No, no, no. First. What? It's, it's the woman first. She's <laughs> the secretary. Oh, the, 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 she the, goes... How many? How many? And then Marcy goes, One. <laughs> Marcy, it's Marty. Marcy, Marty. Marty Maraschino. Marty Maraschino. Well, how many? One. one. And then the other one we quote is, my favourite, <laughs> my favourite character, no, my second favourite character, my favourite character is Eugene. My second favourite hey, character. Eugene. Hey, oh, we, do, we do pull that one out we do quite say. a bit. No, the best one is, is um, the coach. Long distance running. Cross country running. We quote that all the time. Yeah. And then the third one, what's the third one we quote? Um, we're gonna rip him. <laughs> we're gonna rip him. We're gonna, we're gonna rip him to pieces. We're gonna, we're gonna come back here, here and ring that, that big bell. bell. But the way you do it really yeah. good, where you go, we're gonna rip him. We're gonna come back here and ring that bell. We're gonna come back here and ring that bell. <laughs> there you go. Favorite quotable movie is the yeah. quotes that no one else remembers from Greece. I'm certain there are more from that film that we say all the yeah, time we do. and never talk about. Yeah, we do. Oh, oh, there are ones that, like Danny at the drive in. That you quote as well. You say a lot of that. You do. Oh, oh my God. I'm thinking. <laughs> That's cool, baby. You know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. That's <laughs> cool, baby. That's cool, baby. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. For <laughs> oh, God's sake. Who are we? So good. I, I mean, you know, like we got a weird, a lot of weird references that we'll probably pepper throughout this and you'll just think, oh, that's us. Yeah. Like, how long will it take for us to quote HR Puff and stuff oh! on this podcast? <laughs> wow. Well, we haven't even talked about TV shows. No, I know. This is films. I know, I know. But I'm just TV saying, you know, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. this whole lexicon of From my childhood references. and your childhood was HR yeah. Puff and stuff. And then we found the DVD of all the episodes yeah. a couple of years ago. and We, we... watched them all in one night. <laughs> Do you at, that? at my spooky holiday house. Yeah. When it was the heater? The heater broke? No, that was another time. Oh, that was another time. Yeah. We just watched all of them. HR Puff and stuff is... That's gold. Jimmy! 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 Oh, no one even knows what that is, I don't think. I know, Besides no. you and me and my dad. Oh, there's a few people. 
I've never met anyone besides you that knows what My housemate Zan knows it. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So that's a little bit about us and movies. Probably more than a little bit. Probably too much about <laughs> us and movies. I will. But, you know, getting to know us, you're going to kind of know where we're coming from when we talk shit about, you know, Oscar-winning films in the next few weeks, <laughs> I guess. So our first proper episode where we start talking about two films together will be coming out next Friday. Put in your diaries. And you can listen to it on any platform, you know, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, all the good ones, wherever you're listening to this now. And it'll be there. And if you like us and want to follow us on certain things, you can find us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter. Our Instagram and Facebook handle is at Double Bed Double Bill, and our Twitter handle is Double Bed Pod. It's actually Double Bill Pod. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Same that's bit. okay we're all learning thanks twitter for cathing how many characters we could use in our name um and look if you want to get in touch you've got any films that you think are a classic and want to know if we've missed them or not send us an email or just say hi hi mum you can email me here at double bed double bill at gmail.com or one word and you can like ask us what we what you can re- tell us to eat something during a film and we'll eat it yeah we haven't that's even got into snacks yet that'll come soon it's so specific but if you want us to eat something while watching a particular film hit us up can do that. It's a very specific recommendation. <laughs> but good. Oh well, thanks for joining us. If you've made it this far, good on ya. Love and you. uh we'll see you next week hopefully. Bye. Bye. Bye.